0: play one more time um i thought yeah if you you mess up just keep going
1: hi i'm marley Malkantine and welcome to more than a mixtape a podcast featuring interviews with young cincinnati musicians who have something to say and a culture to change Here in Walnut Hills, I'm with Roberto, a unique high school rapper who frequently comments on society and hip-hop's role in it all. A lyrical master and member of a hip-hop collective, Roberto's crisp and clear voice resonates with listeners as a voice of reason in this crazy teenage life. Also joined by a member of the hip-hop collective is Antonio, also known as Antonio the Crafter. Okay, so Roberto, I'm going to start by asking you about... I guess it's not a rebrand, but... You've started kind of referring to yourself as Stoop Kid. Do you want to talk about that? It's been a big social media thing for you.
0: Yeah, that's um, basically we were just like out as a collective one night. Well, three of us were out as a uh, conglomerate at a uh, <laughs> at a local event, and it was this. It was this party, and I was just trying to get out of it because I can't deal with the like party seemed like the loudness and all that for too long, and. I was just, like, trying to get out of the party because it was all loud. So I sat on the stoop outside, and I just started rapping. And I was like, another rapper came by and all kinds of stuff. And uh, one of my friends was also there. He's also in the collective. And he was taking pictures, and it just looked good. Like, it just looked like the whole way that I feel about everything. And so I just took it, and I put the Stoop Kid, Hey Arnold reference on there. And when I did that, it just felt right to me. Like it, like the whole stoop kid analogy, felt like it went perfect with my personality. itself.
1: can you explain what like who stoop kid is the character?
0: Stoop kid is uh, this kid. He's afraid to go anywhere. Like he's basically an agoraphobe, and he doesn't like. He's afraid to like step out of boundaries and like go and talk to people. I hate talking to people. I hate going places, and I'm usually inside.
1: Okay, so can I ask you how rapping started for you?
0: well it was back in third grade i was seven i think because i started everything early and i decided i was going to be in a band and we were going to have drums and just rapping and it was awful and so i stopped until i heard of this local studio for teens called mrc and i went there and it was just too lit for me not to rap so i started rapping again and i recorded songs with some uh with actually a rather well-known local hip-hop collective called the Scribbling Idiots, and it just turned out well, so I just kept going. I got myself my own mic, and I just started rolling with it because I've always been, like, a poet, but this was just... And and I've also been a musician since, like, fourth grade, so it just kind of went together.
1: But in one of your songs that you've put out... uh... That was produced by your friend, how do you say his name? Zaire? Zaire? Zaire. Zaire. It's called Mellow Tones and Melophones. You said your relationship with hip hop has been on and off
0: again. But I'm never taking because I'm just the, the facts and i get homonyms and homonym my relationship with hip-hop has always been on and off again our problems are like any married couple one goes off and then the magic call comes back every time the cap is off the pen in the christmas season i put my cds and children's stockings this world is honest atticus finch yeah i get long periods of writer's block where i either can't write anything or can't write anything clever clever or that I like at all like I'll, I'll like i'll write a series of things for like two months and i'll keep like the same couple of beats and it'll just be verse after verse and i'll just look at it and be like this is awful and so it's it's always on and off with whether i'm like working on different projects there are some projects that, are, that have just been stagnant for like a year and then there are projects that i've been working on for a couple months that are almost finished it's it's on and off based on the different styles that I work on and it's just the different qualities. Sometimes I can't write it all and I just stop and just make beats. Just you know, but it's it's definitely on and off because I kind of hate it sometimes.
1: So if it's on and off, like do you see yourself pursuing this in your future?
0: I see myself pursuing this in my future, but I'm also not trying to be uh, a 20-year-old living in a studio apartment in Cincinnati <laughs> because as that's just I feel like I couldn't deal with that, I couldn't manage that. So um I'm trying to like find something that would fit, that I could like also do this on the side. I definitely love doing this, but I just I just don't see it as the main thing that I should do because I've seen like my own friends try to do that and fail immediately. Put all their eggs in one basket and I'm just not trying to be in that position. But I definitely want to keep rapping and N S E alive past high school.
1: So I'm going to go back to something you said a few minutes ago about MRC, Music Resource Center, right? You've done, like, little performances there, and you've also done a performance at The Underground?
0: Yes, I did. do a show
1: So can you just talk about some of your performances and what that was like for you?
0: Uh, the Underground was actually almost a year ago. It was uh, my first real show, and that's actually where NSC started. Like, it had hatched as an idea the day before. You, uh,
1: stop and explain what nse
0: is nse is nothing something everything it's a collective of uh creatives creatives and philanthropists that uh, try to better the youth and pursue a new era around them and it was it's the members as of now are uh zaire sherman antonio the crafter roberto uh perez Jariah, and Austin.
2: The hardest thing is is um, getting everybody's schedules to align. So I think that, that's icy. why we haven't really like, taken off. Yeah. Um,
1: so what would be, but for your group, like, what would be taking off? Yes. Like, the purpose what of
2: it really is to uh, bring these resources together. So for instance, he has connections that I don't have, and I have connections that he doesn't have, so... The idea yeah, of us working together is a flow of
0: resources.
1: So back to your performances, can you go back and tell me about? You kind of went into um, that was the night yeah. before.
0: Yeah, um, my first performance was in the back of the uh, the music resource center. It was really small. There were like twenty five people there, and I threw up beforehand. I was also wearing uh, flannel pajamas, <laughs> and, and that was that was it. I performed mellow tones and mellow phones and I I was there and it was so like it was weird because I watched the video afterwards and I was so nervous and but my voice was still delivering like I was moving around and doing everything so it was it was definitely beneficial to understand how to actually perform versus what I was actually doing at that point in time and then once I hit the underground I don't think I was ready and uh, most of it was just me kind of standing there awkwardly performing these old songs that I don't like. And uh, everyone was there from school, and it was kind of an embarrassing experience, which may or may not be why I haven't done a show in almost a year since then, but it was definitely eye-opening and uh showed me that I did have flaws in my uh, performance and uh, rap abilities.
1: So if you haven't picked up since like that one... I don't want to call it a failure, but since that one, like. That's since that, oh, I guess, okay, since you're calling it a failure, if you haven't picked back up since that one failure, I mean, how do you see that working out in your future?
0: Um, I feel like since that one failure, there, there were a lot of songs that were, like, very amateur at that show. And I feel like now I've, um, how do you say, uh, constructed a list of songs that I can actually perform, that I can, I've can i rehearsed, and that I can actually own the stage, regardless of how big it is and how shocked I am at how big the stage actually is once I get on there. And um, I've also done a lot more work with a lot more people, made a lot more connections and become more comfortable with who I actually am as an artist and stay true to that more. So, I'm so not...
1: can you tell me who you are as an artist? Just define
0: um, yourself. I'm a, like a weird hip-hop head that likes etymology, and watches a lot of cartoons, <laughs> so that all factors in. Uh, I also have um, been known to like just uh, get really involved with like a lot of different types of music. So I feel like that factors in a lot of as well. Like I'll I'll make references to like Adventure Time.
1: That was like my favorite <laughs> reference in that one in Pound Cake. That was my yeah. favorite reference. And
0: then, uh, I like I remember a lot of stuff i've got a good memory so like i'll mention people like like i mentioned jesse owens and town cake as well and Wu tang and it was just it's a lot of it's a lot of old things that people my age don't really get like i've rapped about kurt cobain before and just like made references to that and it's it's just a combination of everything that i've ever like i'm really true to just what's going on in my head
1: yeah that comes through in your music a lot and like while we're on the topic of uh, your song Pound Cake. I, when I first listened to it, I could
0: feel it. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to chill at home watching Adventure Time. Glasses on glasses, the Gatorade spitting the extra rhymes in my head. Wonder why there's never time when people listen to music, why they can't in general mind. Sometimes it really gets me going when they don't notice the track that I run like just Yowers and I'm far from die lines. Don't think that I'm the best, don't mean to be evil. But I gotta get dead off my chest. Ruin the father of fun, like get that on the cest. Or get angry and fall off like i get mad on the edge. No girl loves me, but my Wu-Tang hates me. Spittin' dirty rhymes because Wu-Tang raised me.
1: Illegal- I just got like the best vibe ever, and I had it on my phone. I've had it on my phone for like a year. And I remember like taking notes on this the other day, and like I was trying to write down lyrics, and I just stopped the song. I didn't even need it. I just started i remember i haven't memorized awesome. literally it's my favorite song from you so i mean and it has a lot of influences in it like uh that popular Wu Tang song cream
0: yeah
1: and the drake song so maybe i can ask you about some of your influences and your inspirations.
0: um one of my biggest influences that people like i feel like stoner rappers say like a lot as Bob Marley but not because of that it's because of the way that I love that he was self taught and how he spoke to a certain crowd and message and I appreciate that but as far as hip hop goes my influences are very different like I I feel like my flow comes from like Big Pun Big L MF Doom Earl Sweatshirt but I mm-hmm. feel like my message comes yeah. from more of a, a very odd future Wu-Tang kind of vibe because I'm strange and like even like Bach and Beethoven and uh, sometimes Pavarotti just like I like the way that the music sounds and I try to perfect an emotional context to go with my music but But
1: I feel like there's a there's a line in pound cake that I feel Mm -hmm. like is very telling of your music and it's you kind of after like a what is it? You kind of start, you stop rapping and you just like start talking at the very end. Yeah. And then you just trail off and you say, I'm not a psychologist. It's just the pains that I have. <laughs> I'm not Whatever. a psychologist.
0: I... No, it's just the pains that I have.
1: Whatever. And I feel like that's very telling because your music is just you like yeah. ranting about really deep things and then you just kind of blow them off and you're like, this is just what I've. This is just
0: how I feel I'm not gonna disc- I, I do do that I'm not gonna discredit anyone else's opinion just because of what I feel like analytically that I have found uh, I, I am very opinionated and I, I don't like other people's opinions very much but I'm <laughs> not gonna publicly discredit that like yeah I, I do discredit like every or blow off everything that I say I do blow off everything that I say because um, I feel like one source of information should not be where you get your feelings from. Like, I, I feel like that's a, a huge problem. Tumblr. With the world, yes. Just that I feel like everyone should have equal opportunity to understand based on the yeah. collective yeah. information that they can receive from all the different sources that are available in our world. Yeah. From three sides
2: to every story. Three sides to every story. There's a truth. And, okay, there's your side, your story, my story. True. So, because to some degree you make your own truths, and you believe what you want. Well, to so me.
1: there's like there's like no definite truth because.
0: Nope. There is. That's why. That's a, that's why I say it's just opinions I have. I'm yeah. not a professional at this. I just do this. This is just what I I do. These are thoughts that I have, and I definitely have a lot of philosophical influences uh, around me. I try to surround myself with people that make me think, and respect. Uh, Especially with NSD. Uh, those, those are all people that can make me think. I, I try to make myself better based on my conglomerates.
2: Mm. I mean, it's, it's very real, like, your reflection of the people you hang around with, so if they aren't doing shit, you probably aren't doing shit.
0: That's like, like when I started NSD, I got way more into psychological analysis, because I met this dude right here. He, he's always like, and not right now, because he's he's chomping on oh no a fucking orange. they are good but no like every every time I used to talk to him I'd be like jaw dropped cause like everything he would say to me would be so analytical in advance
1: but that's so funny to me because he said when I said you talk so quiet he said I just don't have much
0: to say yeah he doesn't he says he doesn't he says he doesn't have that much to say but um, when he does talk it's it's wisdom and I feel like that's important, because because when you let your mouth run, garbage is gonna come out. And when you keep quiet until you got something important to say, wisdom. Will. I
1: like that. That's good. I have another question. This mm-hmm. is gonna be pretty frank. Are you white or are you Hispanic?
0: I'm mixed. My dad is uh, white, and my mom's Mexican. She's from uh, a town called Piedras Negras, and uh, a state that I don't remember what it's called. Sorry, mom. I love you. Um, I don't remember what the name of the state is, but I do speak. S- I-, I speak Spanish, okay. Uh, I don't write that well.
1: Well, you rap in Spanish sometimes, yeah. which is unique. It puts like kind of a flair on some of your music, oh, like is- uh, like comida para reflexión. Oh yeah, that was a good one too. That was one of my favorites too. Which translates to food for thought, right? Yes. Okay.
0: But no, yeah, I like to rap in Spanish. I try to stay true to my heritage as well.
1: But I thought I really I really liked that song because uh that song was a comment on uh the depth of hip hop music, I yes. think. At le- especially like in this age of music, like the depth seems to have gotten so much. It seems to be shallow, I guess, and um I it's... guess you rap about like the meaning of like what rap is yes. in that song.
0: I, I I was really complaining about, like, how everything, every other thing that I saw in every news feed that I have, like, I'm talking Tumblr, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, everything, every other thing was about Chief Keefe, Young Thug, Fetty Wap. It, it was really annoying to me. And how you can't show emotion, which I feel like is something that our future comments on ask Yeah, and that's what that whole thing was. um And you call them all weird fags from, like, a sentimental institutions Tell these kids that they can all get sentimental institutions if they are constantly acting detrimental. In conclusion, they have to look fresh as the sentimentals. That was a whole comment on its entire musical machines in these labels that just tell them that they can't be a certain way, or else they have to be crazy for that. And I hate that.
2: Being analytical or being going beneath the surface material, I think, was really popularized again by those artists, specifically Kendrick and Jay Cole. Maybe I'm leaving a couple of out of the equation, too, like some pro-era artists, but, like, they're, like, they really they, they really popularized that whole aspect of hip-hop, and that's what hip-hop was started on, like, this idea that we could challenge, like, everything is cyclical, so for them to go back to what it started on is powerful because we hope that that, when you see artists like Roberto, like, this is really what it's about, it's not just...
0: Fast, money, car like I, nobody cares about
1: Oh yeah, could you um maybe explain uh your thing with band? Like I just think it's I mean, I know you're already kind of like a mix of styles and you're into mm-hmm. all music, but I mean it's just kind of seems funny for like a guy who's into rapping to be in like the school band.
0: Um, that's how I started with music. is cause I grew up in a musical family like my dad bought me license to ill and <laughs> back when I was like five. And I would, like, steal his, like, all his, I, I, I'm ashamed to say, it, I would steal his Eminem albums and his uh, uh, Tupac and V.I.G. And those are the people that I started on in his uh, Wu-Tang LPs because my mom had a record player, and that's how I got into music, and I just signed up for band. The coolest thing was the snare drum for me. So I just did that, and that's what I play in band now. And music, for me, is never on one platform. It's always on so many different levels because I, I, I'm constantly listening to jazz reggae fusion funk hip hop classical mm-hmm. music opera like i'm always everywhere so I, I sometimes even listen to band shows to get an idea of how to change emotion when i make beats and stuff like that it's um it's it's different but like like i said i i'm weird i just like weird shit
1: so i mean you've got something really good going but how would you define, like, what success would be for you?
0: Um, success for me, what do you mean? Do you mean, like...
1: Well, I mean, uh, success is just a really big word. And people say, like, oh, well, you know, when I do this, I'm going to be successful. Or I want to be successful, well, blah, 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 blah. Being successful,
0: successful currently is just fast cars, money, good Expensive clothes for She's no reason. Like To you. To you like so define find
1: your own success. Okay, my
0: own success would be uh, successfully impacting my community, I feel like, because that's, that's what I want to do. I want to make Ohio feel like they can be something, because nobody in Ohio feels like they can do anything. Everyone's like, I have to get out of Ohio. I can't be in Ohio. I got love for Ohio, but I can't stay in Ohio. That's not true. Every resource that you could possibly need can be found in Ohio. It's like
2: you make your own opportunity with whatever reason. I mean, like,
0: if you want to really be real about it, you can't.
2: I mean, this may be a horrible analogy, but, like, people in Africa are making music videos with, like, what? It's a couple tools. Like, so what if you're, you can make excuses or you can take action. There, there's
0: a, also a viral girl in uh, the Dominican Republic hitting her, a, a flip-flop in her hand against the ground and singing. And she's eight and she's got, like, what, 30 million views. It's what you do with what you have like and what support. I what I have is Ohio and what I'm going to support always is Ohio and what I'm going to do is live in Ohio and use the resources in Ohio always success for me would be inspiring those that live in small towns or smaller towns and small cities to feel like they can actually do something with what they've been handed and that they don't have to just be there or do what they think that they have to do because of what everybody else is doing
1: so how are
0: you gonna do that? It starts now. It starts now. It starts when I'm in high school and I've got the audience of the youth around me, and that I'm I, I'm able to invest in the youth and the small businesses. Invest
2: in the youth. I mean, the reality is too. You gotta think about why do why do your parents use Facebook, Instagram, Twitter today? It's because somebody younger than them probably showed them what it is. So I think until we realize that, we won't growth won't be realistic because like. Everything is us. Like, I mean, and pretty soon we won't be the youth anymore. That's just a reality you have to face. Um, but we also have a responsibility to make sure those people who come after us have not only the resources we have, but, like, a little bit more. Because the tools are really also what empowers you to, or, like, to be able to see that there you have the avenues to create. You have an MRC. You have your high school. You have a, you know, the music room to do interviews. Like, you know, so... I mean, he said. He said it perfectly. I can't really like.
0: And well, basically, what I'm trying to say is that even if you're not going to be there to see the seed grow, you have to plant it and water it and make sure it's healthy.
1: So um, this is kind of a question for the both of you because it's it goes kind of hand in hand with uh, your group. And I see how does um, clothing style and photography and the production aspect go into what makes your hip-hop collective, and just hip-hop culture in general, a thing.
0: We all love hip-hop. We we all, we all, we're all, like, deep hip-hop fans. We can all have discussions with everybody from back back to Big L, Big Pun, B-I-G, Tupac, up to Odd Future, Pro Era, Kendrick Lamar, Isaiah Rashad. Like, it's, we're all very cultured in hip-hop, and all of the stuff that we make has a hip-hop aspect to it.
1: Hip-hop, I feel like, the music is just an aspect of the culture. Yeah, I right. mean, like, it's the basis of the culture, but, like, how are you expanding on, like, what the culture is? And how are you, like, harnessing what it is? Like,
2: what is our contribution?
0: Yeah. I, I feel like my contribution, personally, is um, just, just, just a viewpoint. I'm not gonna say that like I'm the only person given this viewpoint, but I'm I'm given a viewpoint. Like there's obviously many underground rappers commenting on the mainstream, because that's becoming kind of mainstream. But it's just what I do. Like I'm I'm gonna I'm not adding anything different per se. I'm just adding me. I feel like most of us do our work and our participate in our grabs because We want to uh, improve ourselves, and it doesn't matter what it looks like to other people, right? Did you want me to rap for this? Do you want to rap something? Alright, so this is a beat produced by a producer named The Deli. It's called Garbage. It was free, so I assume that it's fine. When I rap and whack and assess and scratch that, I'm crashing, depressing. When bashing, rap with expressions. Matter of fact, I laugh with aggression, procrastinate so damn often that I could probably patent passive aggression. But my aggression is in the past tense, right in past tense and past tense to make the past tense. Honestly, y'all will probably think about walking through a campsite before I speak in past tense. And that's a fact. When I'm lacking, there's nothing average. Flashing back with these raps and just happen to see what magic did. Flashing back with these raps and the young bastard who raps for to Imagine what the lad could take away. Like subtraction did. Give it a minute for pushing my limb. As soon as I hit the stage, I get it and get it with every sentence. The grouch will appear amazed. The lifted, defended, their words, and I spit it Can get it in the midst of the life that I'm living. I've been in this ripple with my vision. I'm killing this, so turn the page. Focal point is focus, folks. should know these folk kids. Evoke emotion from the foes and go deeper than low ends No low wind. I keep it 100 and make the flow spin, go pro and go for broken, hope for snow for show and low wind, I'm rabble rousing, I rap to crowds and the raps are rousing never back and down, flashing back to sounds females passing out, the squad is wild and now cry to sound and not as the loudest sound, without a doubt you got a roundabout track, we can pound it out cool
1: <laughs> <laughs> that was cool though, did you yeah. is that something you've
0: memorized? it's, it's snippets of it were memorized, that's the only way that I can like actually freestyle and I feel like that's the only way that people freestyle but it's, it's some of it was yeah. definitely at the top
1: also available if you'd like to check out Roberto and I did a collaboration on a really cool song so if you'd like to check that out the link is going to be in the description and here's a little
0: preview and they say they want a song with purpose just drop a verse you gotta stop as problems working am i knocking off and on again off and stopping my progress loss on top of anomalous my conscience lurking all day flexion
1: all right this has been roberto parker so roberto do you want to give out your handles yes. and
0: all that at Inc. underscore on instagram just my name on most social media and then at the real nsc on instagram at the real nsc underscore on twitter and the real nsc.tumblr.com this has been more than a mixtape with roberto like that's the, the one.
1: <laughs> okay yeah next week who knows what it's gonna be because this is just getting wild okay see you next time